If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope she had a power outage all week and she's back online miss sarah frasia oh my god okay don't move to maine is the bottom line you know maine is like have you been to the state of maine by the way you're in new I york mean, okay first of all don't move to maine uh you have nothing to fucking worry about no offense to the the the, the state of maine yes i have been i'm not gonna pull a vicky and insult Love an it. entire state the way she insulted Oklahoma. Um, Maine is not for me for a few reasons. Look, we have Bates, we have Bowdoin, we have some lovely hot college jocks that attend both schools. I'm going to pass on Maine, girl. <laughs> the long and the short is I'm going <laughs> to pass on Maine. Yes. Um, look, I grew up there. It's it's a lovely state. It's a lovely state in the summer. It it, it has its beautiful moments, but it is it is rugged. It is not for the faint of heart. You know, your pipes are always freezing. The power is out. We had that giant storm come through the East Coast, lost power for nearly three days. You didn't work uh, for three days. No, we had not. I couldn't even. We lost power on Monday. It was out Monday, Tuesday, <sighs> Wednesday. It came back Wednesday night. Honey, honey. It is. No. No, Maine is lovely to visit. I love going back to see my family, but there ain't a dingle dangle thing going on. And by the way, you have to basically any house you buy, you have to buy like a $15,000 turnkey generator if you want to live with internet and power year round. So just factor that in when you purchase your house. Honey, you lost me at house. <laughs> I, I I live New York style in the Hamptons. I live in a condo. I am anti-house. I don't like a house. I don't oh, like God, it. you're so right. You're so I right. I need people around. I need a staff. It's not an arrogant thing. I'm just a loser in life, Sarah. I cannot change a life. Oh Us doing a reality show where you had to do home improvement projects, I- That would be fun. Would. Oh my God, I would do anything to see you. Like, have you ever even plunged a toilet? Like, I mean, I believe it or not. I, well, and I have changed a light bulb or two, but it's hard when they're up high. I just, I call the people at the desk and they, even in the Hamptons, we have a staff. Um, I have actually plunged a toilet. Yep. Uh huh. Um, yes. Now I, I know how to do it. It doesn't always work, girl. Sometimes you plunge and it's like, why is the toilet not going down? So then you're like, I now need to call someone, even though I tried on my own. I, I've tried. Oh yes. You guys, can you imagine David plunging a toilet? Oh, oh my God. God. That just made my day. Actually. You are so funny. I, yeah. Why I don't you pitch you. that reality show? I would love to see you doing reality, like just home improvement projects. I mean, I'm, it's not like I'm any wizard with it, but I just feel like I'm probably... 
handier with like a drill than you are. Like, <laughs> listen, well, I'm glad that you have power oh, in your back amongst back. the living. You know, it was kind of a slow week. Mauricio was just caught skiing with Anita 30 and Lily Pons 27. Mauricio is, he may not have wanted this separation, girl, but I think Mauricio is coming into his own. Oh, Lily Pons. Um, so what do you, what do you make of this? And then I just saw like right before we were jumping on that there was a video of he and Anita, the, the singer, um, like in a club in Aspen or whatever, like she's like, you know, they're spilling champagne or they're like popping bottles. They're wearing like ski goggles. Um, I think Mauricio's a single man, don't we? He claims that he was just the the film. They wanted him to video. He was the videographer. Um, but then to see him partying in the club, we look single. We look single. We look single. And look, I mean, I hate to stereotype, but if I were a betting woman, Kyle has her... Morgan, 28. Look, you, when you end a 27-year marriage, whether you're Kyle and Mauricio or the average person listening to this, you know, maybe in, in Iowa, chances are when you're in your 50s and you end that 27-year marriage, the next partner will be, I mean, I guess 18 to like 28. That's 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 what I'm going to roll the dice. Now I know 18's a little young. Everyone's rolling their eyes at what a sleaze I am. Chances are you're going to end up with someone in their 20s. And this is how the world works, guys. I am so sorry to tell you. Yeah. Anita looks older to me. Hold on. Well, she's 30, according to this. So she's the right age of 30. So you are correct. I'm going to be I'm going to be straight with you. This this is this is probably one of those Hollywood, you know, Catherine and Zeta Jones, Zeta. Zeta, um, Yeah. You know, Jones. Did she take Michael Douglas's last name? Anyway, Catherine Zeta. Um. No, I do she, not think she has. She notoriously has always shaved five to ten years off of her actual age. Um, this, Anita, my love, this seems to me like, you know, supposedly she was born in 1993. She's giving me 86 vibes, 87 vibes. I'm really? Just, yeah. I mean, come on. Come on. Sarah is calling you out, Anita. Be honest about the age, darling. I'm just I mean, she she's absolutely stunning 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 um born in brazil incredible actress singer but i i don't i don't buy it we now have jelly roll at 39 you know just becoming a artist i just don't believe these people now lily ponce is i believe probably like 28 or something 30 but she says 28 well mauricio i think like you said mauricio let's just call it Tia, the time of death, Mauricio Yamansky is a single man, right? I mean, go get yours, Mo, right? Yeah, he didn't want this. Anita is hot. I think they'd be good together. They, they, well, he didn't want it, but I'm sure he contributed to it. I mean, I don't believe our friend Mo is completely in a seat, though, you know, but um, no. he, you know they're they're definitely over. Kyle is down in the um, in Mexico enjoying a little Mexican vacation. Um, 
What do you make of, though, you and I offline talked about Morgan Wade, like, appearing on the show. She's been caught with paparazzi, where paparazzi have asked her about, what do you think about Dorit saying that you've come between you and Kyle? You know, she's she seems kind of um, press-trained already, where she's quite diplomatic, you know, and she says she's not spending the holidays with Kyle. But, but you sort of had a take. You're not, like, loving Morgan on the show. And a lot of people have had thoughts, too, about Morgan... Kyle saying that her relationship with Morgan is like any other friendship because Morgan is always going to roast her. I mean, do we think that's like a healthy friendship? I mean, and what did she say when she was asked about Dorit? She had some very media trained, like, I don't know anything about that or I'm yeah, not yeah. right. Yeah. Like girl, you know, it all. Listen, I don't know what to make of this Morgan Wade. I, you know, I say these things and then everyone says I'm so mean and, She's just honestly, she's a little annoying. No, she's a little annoying. This well, morning, I'm behind. I'm behind on episodes, so I just watched last night. I think I'm two episodes behind. Where they're getting ready to go to Sutton's um, celebration of her of Sutton's store, and um, you know, Kyle is talking about how Morgan will always roast her, and she Facetimed Morgan to get ready, and um, so I haven't gotten into more scenes. With Morgan. Girl, um, you're about to see. You met, You remember that girl, Erica Jane, that you know and love so well? Yeah. Yeah. Guess what? Erica has re-entered the building. Yes. Zen Erica has left the station. Yeah. Oh, she's, she's, she's talking about right to Denise's face. Well, your oldest daughter's on OnlyFans. And then the episode ends. Well, who makes more money on OnlyFans, you or your daughter? <laughs> Erica's back. She's back, girl. She's back. She's like, you want to go there? And Denise is like, you're a mean woman. And Erica's like, have you met me? Oh, Erica's, she's, listen, we all know we can all be Zen for so I've been Zen too. But then we all have a moment where we just snap and we see red. Miss Jane has seen red. So you're in for a treat. Eve Morgan's in it a little more, but not really. I mean, she's just... I don't want to say Morgan is like a gnat because that is so awful to say about a human being, but she's like a gnat. She annoys me. I, I can't, can't help it. She annoys me. Um, I think she knows everything that she's doing. I think it's, she's not like, I don't like this whole, like I'm a country hillbilly and I don't know nothing about that Beverly Hills stuff. I'm just making music and Oh, you paparazzi. That's part of the business. I didn't know that when I signed up to go into music, I don't buy it. I don't like the whole, like, let me play dumb, but all of a sudden I'm like making headlines. You know what you're doing. And um, good answer about Dorit that she doesn't know anything about. You know, her new song, this 27 Club, which refers to like Amy Winehouse and Kurt Cobain and all yeah. the people that overdosed at 27 in the music business. You know, it, it references hanging out with the Beverly Hills hottie, the housewife, and going to Chateau Marmont. And she's done these interviews to be like, oh, I've never gone to Chateau Marmont. Well, why are you putting, yes, we all know what that is if you live in L.A. and it's famous. But why are you then putting it in a song and, and mentioning the Beverly Hills? She's like, well, I added that last verse. I'm like, you added the last verse because this whole thing blew up and you figured, well, this is going to be good for clicks. I'll admit it, as important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, 
I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority. And I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all in one shape. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. I can't tell you how much water I drink all day, every day to stay hydrated, but also to stay healthy. If you're anything like me, you're probably totally freaked out about drinking water from the tap. And with good reason, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, virtually every home in America has harmful contaminants in its tap water. Ugh. That's why I discovered AquaTrue. AquaTrue has water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. What does that mean? That means it removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. Today, my listeners receive 20% off any Aquatrue AquaTrue purifier. Just go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code VELVET at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use promo code VELVET. V-E-L-V-E-T. I don't know. I think Morgan's a little more aware of her surroundings than we Okay. All right. I Yeah, I'm curious what people think, you know, and a lot of people feel like Kyle is madly in love with Morgan and Morgan is, you know, using this train uh, to, I guess, promote her career. But I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's a very fascinating friendship, I guess. And I guess, you know, to me, I think Kyle enjoys, I guess, a friend maybe that makes fun of her because maybe, you know, she's just been in Beverly Hills a long time and everyone... Is like, Kyle, I love you. I love you. And so maybe it's refreshing to have somebody that's like, bitch, you ain't shit. You know, I mean, that is seems it, like- Or does she secretly feel in superior to this person because she's wealthier, she's more established? Like, is it a little bit of like- That too. Does this make Kyle feel like she's up here, like Kelly Ben Simone and the other person's down there? I don't know. <laughs> Dorit's maybe more on your level. I don't know. This is, it's a weird one, right? It is. It is. Every single week, you know, and I am getting a little bit sick of them. I feel like it's like our friend Sam that joined the podcast who was kind of over. Now I'm sort of getting to be on team Sam, like the whole Mauricio and everybody following his every move in Aspen. It's like, I don't know. You know, I just am like, I don't care. They're, they're obviously getting divorced and it's sad. We all were like, loved them, but um, yeah, I'm over it. I'm kind of a little getting over it. Them and Kim and Croy. 
over, over, and we're over Bethany Frankel. So there you go. We're over a lot of things this year. Yes. I mean, I could take more Garcelle. There's going to be Garcelle Sutton or Garcelle Dorit drama. I could take more of that. I could take more of RHOP drama. I just, and with me, with this, I don't know if people are at this point with the Morgan and Kyle thing, but I'll say this last thing. I'm almost just like, I can't spend any more brain space trying to figure this out. So to me, if they just say they're not together, like, I'm like, okay, you're not together. Like, I can't theorize anymore about them, if that makes sense. That makes a I'm lot okay. of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Um, okay. The one thing I am enjoying, and I do think the breakout star for me is Kristen Tateman. I'm loving Real Housewives Alternate Girls Trip New York. A lot of people are. Yeah, a lot of people are. And I want to ask you something about this because I'm curious what you think as keep going. Tell me about it. Well, I mean, because like Kristen is like, like, here's the thing. This is why I find Kristen to be so interesting because she really was off the show for and I know her in real life. Like she was off the show for all these years. She moved from New York to California. So like she's really good friends with Brandy Glanville. But like she really went and had to like she's made her money by being an influencer online. Now, whether that's a real job or not, we know that you make money with clicks and and this is what you and I do. So she's really had this career. So it's like, I find it interesting that other than Luann, Luann has a real career. Her fucking show makes a ton of money. We're going to talk about that because we're going. It's a real job. Luann sells out these these theaters month after month, year after year. It's still going. So this is a real, what What are these other, these other women to me are too connected to it. Not Kelly Bensimo, but we'll get into her in a second. So I think Kristen coming in, really being the one that's been the out, like she walked away from this. She hasn't been sitting, she was on my podcast, but she hasn't been sitting around talking about Housewives for years. So I find it interesting. She has this unique perspective. So it's things like when she goes up against Dorinda and she's like, honey, you were paused. I was fired. We're both sitting here. It's the same damn thing. And Dorinda's like, I was paused. You were fired. Kristen's like, we were both let go. What's the difference? But the like recent episode, I don't know which episode it was, where like the girls are talking about their lives and like, you know, they're talking about their job. Like their job is being a housewife. And Kristen's like, in her confessional, she's like, the show is over, ladies. Get a job. Just like, what job? Like, she's pointing out that this is just a bunch of women in denial. Like, Roni is canceled. We have Cy De Silva. We have Jenna Lyons. We have Bryn Whitfield. Your job has been taken away. So, like, Luann has this thing. But what is, and so the rest of them are, like, our job. And Kristen's like, what job? You lost your job. Wake up. It's really funny. Um, what do you make of Luann falling off the wagon for filming um Girls Trip? I mean, listen, how At can least I say honest? This? How can I say this? I don't even know what to say because you know Luann is a friend and she's very loyal to this show. I just feel look, there are certain people. Look, I mean, uh, who am I to talk about sobriety, right? I just think there are certain people that are sober sober and never can have a drink and i think there are other people that have this sliding scale which now everyone who's in the program is going to say to me that's not the case you can never drink and but i mean luann is you know so it doesn't just knowing luann like it never shocks me when there's a drink here or there that's not revealing anything and it's not shocking do you know what i mean whereas i have other friends 
where I know that if they took a drink, we wouldn't hear from them for three weeks. Like yeah, that's just, right. it's, and what do I know? This is the whole California sober or semi-sober arguments, which Lala yeah. Kent would come very strongly for me with these loose statements. Cause she's like, no, you either are on something well, or you're not. Know. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I guess I appreciate the honesty. honesty from yeah. land, whereas like, we haven't really gotten that from Shannon Bedore. You know, we've, we've, we're kind of led to believe she's like doing this um, alcohol sobriety wellness, you know, retreat or whatever. But of course you hear like she's drinking and, you know, she hasn't said anything. So who was it that was saying to me? Oh, okay. There is a, like, you know, how you hear so many things you have to say. There's an ex housewife who's not necessarily on the show anymore, who was saying to me, we don't need to mention who this is. She's like, you know, if you think about it, this whole reality reckoning and things, she's like, here's a woman, Shannon Bedore. This is what this true housewife was saying to me. She's like, here's a woman. And now she's going back to this environment and she's going to be presumably drinking. And there's going to be this woman, presumably Alexis Bellino is getting a contract and her ex that she says is her kryptonite, love of her life. They're going to oh. be right there. And she's like, let's just really have, this is all, oh, this is off air. This is like me having a phone conversation with someone. And she's like, you realize like, if something happens to Shannon, that's self-inflicted. I mean, bravo. Like, this is just to me. And I'm like, you're right. I didn't really think about it that dark, but she's like, it's not so far from something that could happen. I'm like, you're right. Like for real. No, isn't it isn't it crazy to see Alexis and John together and like out? Did you and see like, that kiss that just happened on that boat or whatever they were on? Yeah, I mean, you know, look, I, I'm always one of two things. Like maybe these two really found each other and they're madly in love. Now the other maybe. thing, maybe, maybe right. But <laughs> we know they're both TV whores, so that leads you to believe, right, that they're like, oh, there's a little bit of a spark, and this is good for our careers. Yeah, I mean. I think Bravo has to be talking to and wondering how Shannon Bedore's mental health is. And 100%. if you don't, then this is the whole thing of Bethany's reckoning. And right, like I'm not so this housewife was saying to me, like, are we really sure Shannon's able to really, truly? And the thing is, if you're not going back to a show where you were paid, probably at this point, $800,000, $900,000, Shannon, seven hundred to engage in drama and drink it's probably not good if you're having a real life thing isn't that the whole reason we paused dorinda because she had a mental breakdown over tinsley i mean it's like yeah. is, is am i the only one that's seeing that shannon bedore should be paused like for real life issues here rather yeah. than capturing a minute on the screen like to me, it's not, I'm not sure Shannon's okay. That's just me. And by the way, to what you just said, I'm not so sure that, like, here's the thing about Alexis and John. That kiss to me was really just like, Muh. like, it was so quick. I'm like, I don't know. Can I see some making, like, if you're really, really dating and all this stuff, let me see something. As much as I do not want to see PDA from anyone, unless it's like Zac Efron and Justin Bieber in a corner together. That I'll sign up for. That that would be but, hot. right. But like, I don't know that pack. It's that kiss didn't necessarily prove anything to me because everyone's like, "Look, they're together." PDA. I don't know. That was a pretty quick kiss. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. 
Um, no, I could see that. I could see that. I think you're, I think you're right. And do we know if contracts, well, we, we do know contracts went back out, right? And Shannon Bedore has been renewed. Of course, that doesn't really mean anything. They can stop at any time, but stop it. Shannon's coming back. Apparently she and Heather and Tamara. Alexis coming back? I, I, it's not confirmed that Alexis got a contract. Like nothing is really confirmed, but the time is like now, like January is when this will probably happen and start filming. So again, I would say it was my second least favorite franchise of the year. Atlanta to me was trash. Everyone's, ooh. I'm not so sure. Potomac is Potomac is neck and neck with the OC for the second worst franchise of this year. Neck and neck. It's not, to your point, it's not, doesn't seem to be generating the discussion. I think we thought it was going to. Like, are you enjoying it? You guys know I've been so honest with you about my weight loss over the past few months. Look, I've struggled with my weight my whole life. There's so many diet plans that say, do this, don't do that. And none of them have ever worked for me. That is until noon. Noom realizes that with weight, one size does not fit all. They take into account each person's individual needs. Noom builds personal plans that takes your specific dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs into account, and then they build a plan that works for you. Noom uses a psychology-based approach. They focus on the why. They believe that losing weight starts with your brain, so they focus on why haven't you been able to lose weight. They really change the way you think about food. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Well, I'm behind on that, too, because of just being on break. But, um, with no. Niger- with, you know, the Nigerian culture, and that did not hit how they... Thought, thought it, it was going to. No, I think it's, I agree with Wendy Osefo was just on Watch What Happens Live. And it was like, you know, like she said, I was the first Nigerian woman ever to be on a reality show. And then this season, it's like completely kind of making, I feel like just like making fun of the culture. I know that obviously spells and, you know, I mean, that's been a part of a lot of different religions. Um, but this whole thing is just, it does seem like it's backfired. It's, you know, I don't know. I mean, listen, to me. Each other, it, it's, and, you know, the I, I need to watch because there's a scene that everybody is talking about where Juan is on the phone with Robin and like starts yelling at her and people are really had it with Juan. But I mean, I don't know. I I, I do kind of feel like, it's just jump the shark. I, I do feel like you've got to break up Robin or Giselle. Like it's, it's not working. I don't think anymore. Listen, my prediction, I mean, well, not my prediction, but my advice, my advice would be to get rid of Robin NECA, the professor, and I guess Ashley, and really? I, I'm not supporting keeping Giselle, but let's just assume that that's like a given that Andy will never fire her. So mm-hmm. I would keep Giselle candy gal and, uh, Grand Dame. And I guess you can maybe keep, oh, you can keep Ashley if you want, but I would also get rid of Mia. I'm sorry. I know she has a lot going on. This this franchise has to be fixed, you guys. You think so? You think it's at that place? 
it's like we're not getting anything still. Even with Ron, Robin and Juan, it's still like, let's have a reality show. Let's get under the hood of the car. I don't think Juan really wants to to be, to participate, which I think you're seeing, you know? I think he's doing the bare minimum to help Robin keep the job. But even Robin, to me, I don't know. I just don't even know if Robin wants to do it, really. Does she? Does it seem like that? It doesn't seem to me like Robin's really that in it. No, she just wants to keep the paycheck. Yeah, it seems like that. Mm-hmm. I get I, I get that. Trust me. Yeah, right. Uh, I have my days here behind the velvet rope, guys. Um. Before we move on to the franchise that's like getting everybody talking, which is Salt Lake City. I mean, it's so it's so amazing. But I did want to ask you, you know, Rachel Levis or Raquel. I'm not sure where we're who's I I just saw somebody posting that it's Raquel again. I don't know. Anyway, can't keep up. The podcast dropped. What are your thoughts? I need to listen to the full thing. You know, I feel that you know look she's she made some headlines with this thing where one of the reasons she didn't return to Vanderpump Rules is because she couldn't imagine the hurt that that would cause to Ariana right that's what she said yeah I I like Rachel Levis I have a little bit of a problem with that statement I'm sure Ariana is fuming I'm sure Lala and that girl Katie are fuming with this statement it is passive aggressive. It's saying like, I didn't go back to like spare your feelings. Now, although that is probably from a place of truth and like thinking that this statement would land one way, I think it really has landed another way. And it ain't so great, Rachel Levis, right? It's kind of like, well, I didn't go back to spare your poor feelings, It's like, girl, you already destroyed my feelings, my emotions. Give me a fucking break. Whatever reason you didn't go back, keep my name out of your mouth. That's on on you, bitch. That's how I would read it. So I actually am kind of team Ariana on this one. Um... Well, I'm going to be curious to see, you know, like we talked about how the podcast trends. Um, And yeah, we'll see. I mean... You know, she said that she's obviously not been in touch with any of the cast members. She said it would be disastrous if she had come back because she wasn't in a good mental health space prior seasons. Um, and right, you know, she says she never should have come back after breaking up with James right away. She should have taken that whole season off the season she actually cheated with Tom. Right. Um, and Tom's tried to get in touch with her. She's not interested. So. Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be interesting to see where the podcast goes. And do we know if Bethany, like, has Bethany claimed any, um, I don't know, is Bethany... Um, I think my Bethany might be getting a percentage of this. Okay. You know yeah. who the next, you know who the next person, you want to, you know how I like to make these predictions, how I said everyone's going to start to turn on Ariana and here we are and it started. Okay. Here's a prediction. This is my prediction. I, no, I, I think that that's like under Bethany, the same way two Jersey J's is under two T's. Like, I think Bethany's getting a percentage of this. Ooh, okay, wow. My prediction is there will be another Just Be production coming soon. It uh-huh. will be a podcast with the one, the only, Denise Richards. Oh, Just back on Bethany's podcast. I bet you Bethany is like, listen, you'll talk about your OnlyFans. 
you are prong. You'll talk about being a Bond girl. What was it really like to be married to Charlie? What happened when Charlie really had one of his hookers binges and you came home and there was like an orgy with Coke and, and, and heroin. And, and, you know, there were guys in the corner that were sucking off Charlie. Uh, Denise has a lot to say. How do you feel about that? Like friend of yours, Lisa Rinna. I mean, she said uh, Denise, now, granted, we, well, I mean, you know, they, Charlie, Charlie, oh, oh, know. Charlie, Charlie, yeah. Charlie is for the get down, honey. Don't matter who it is. Charlie is for the get down. Now, look, I think that Miss Richards might need a co-host to kind of keep her on track and rein it in. And and I'm not volunteering myself. I'm just saying somebody might need to keep Miss Richards on track. So I don't know if she can do this alone. But I think that B, that girl Bethany, has, I think she might, this Bethany's going to try to build a podcast network. I think that Denise Richards, she has her, her claws in her. I do. I feel it. I feel Denise's, they're going to be announcing a Denise Richards podcast, Q1 of 2024. I feel it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let's see what happens. Um, Salt Lake, you want to? Salt Lake, talk to me. I mean, is now how do we get a Monica on to Potomac? I guess well, that we would had, be really good. We, we had our Monica a couple years ago with Candy Gal, with Candace. Um, but Candy Gal needs some other friends or allies or something. But I mean, isn't that Monica like unbelievable? It's so good. It's they they need like the mother daughter dynamic. They need a lot of things for Potomac. But Monica's killing it. I mean, listen, now there is a comment somebody made on Instagram that said, you know, how am I going to live without Monica in my life? I'm not going to have Monica for a few months, meaning the show's ending. And Monica responded saying, or, or ever again, which I read to mean not that she's going to quit, but that I feel like like, I'm a little conflicted on Monica. I do feel Monica will 100% be back next season. I know she has the first chair sitting next to Andy. I mean, so did Leah McSweeney. And look how that ended. So first chair doesn't exactly mean anything. But I'm very conflicted on Monica. Like, to me, this is like she's doing great and she will definitely be back, which is what I think. But I'm starting to get like a Diana Jenkins-like you can't come in and like hijack the whole show. And so it's not even a reference to the bots. It's just, but like, if this is like, nobody wants to work with you, the whole cast is against you. Look, the rumor is that she leaked that I had Koa, Jen Shaw's designer on my podcast on Patreon, that she leaked that video where Jen was going off on Koa. And so if she did that plus, you know, the rumor is she that this is the finale. She's all these these finstas and she's been coming after Heather and Mary. And this is her. She's been this. I find the most interesting story of all that yeah, she's been too. sitting at home. Like if this girl has been sitting at home for three seasons, obsessed with the Salt Lake Housewives and finstas. And she is like a stalker super fan. I'm kind of obsessed because you got yourself on the show, Monica. But at the same time, is that now great? Or is it like, oh man, this woman did herself in too much too soon and we got to let you go. It's like Survivor. It's like Survivor. When you come out and you're talking strategy and you're in the bushes and girl, you just you just got there. You're just like waiting for the food for like to build the hut and you are now talking to everyone and backstabbing. You've only been in the game for three hours. Girl, you're out of there. You've overplayed. 
Is that Monica or is it like, this is brilliant and where has this woman been for the past four years? I hope it's that one because I do feel like she's just given such an infusion to that show that was needed. Um, it's just made the show so interesting. Um, Angie K has been great. They've really come through. I, I hope it's the latter, but supposedly we're in for a huge surprise and a big crazy reunion. So um We'll see what that is. But to your point, if she does have all these finstas and everything, I don't know. Are they going to want that liability? That's what I mean. It's like, I feel like they shy away when it's like you're an evil mastermind. Like, they don't want you to be bigger than the show. I really do think she's going to be back. But I really feel... Like, I could see this being like a Diana Jenkins, like you came on, you played, or like a Leah McSweeney. I mean, she got two seasons where it was like, you, I mean, Leah McSweeney, let me tell you, girl, she had a plan. Oh, she thought she was going to be, she thought she was going to be the biggest housewife in the history of housewives. Yeah, she I know. She came on, and when Ebony, she said, oh my God, BLM, I am going to be the face of this with this woman, and I'm downtown, and I'm live. She had a plan. I mean, imagine the, the white downtown housewife hip was going to take over. Oh, she, she, her head went to, like, she thought she was, like, Madonna. And then, when, guess what? It was all backfiring. And the world wasn't in love with Ebony. She tossed that friend of hers aside and she ran back to those those OGs and licked their ass. And it's like, girl, Luann and Sonia and Ramona, they don't give a shit about you. So like, yeah. you think you're getting back in with them, sweetheart? They're playing you like a fiddle. And now Ebony don't want you. They don't want you. Nobody wants you. So it's it a very be. tough game. Yeah. A tough, Sarah, it's a tough it, game, girl. It's like Survivor. It really is. Um, we need to stop our podcast, quit and go and open a school for housewife training. I, oh I, I presented this to Miss Gumbleson and she, uh, she didn't take me up on it. I wanted oh to do it. Well, because Vicky wants to be on the show too. Um, just a little aside here before we Talk get back to me. Track, what are your thoughts about Amanda Bynes, like starting her podcast, quitting her podcast? I loved when she came on and she goes, we're going to be quitting the podcast because I cannot get the guests that I want, like Drake. And like, <laughs> I'm like, bitch, we're all trying to get Drake. <laughs> Like what? Welcome. What did you think? I mean, listen, I said I never listened to podcasts. I am listening to every word that Shannon Doherty says on Let's Be Clear with Shannon Doherty. Oh, and that podcast is in the headlines every second. I thought we all, I mean, I knew Alyssa Milano got her fired. Apparently not everybody did. That's like a huge headline. This Amanda Bynes, maybe if I'm going to listen to a second podcast, that might be it. I'm totally obsessed. Amanda Bynes is my, my team reached out to me because like, you know, they reach out and they ask this one, that one. I say yes or no to go book, book someone. Doesn't mean they're going to book that. They're like Amanda Bynes. I'm like, uh, let me think about this. Uh, yeah. I mean, we're not going to book Amanda Bynes, I'm sure, but stranger things have happened, but. I'm obsessed with Amanda Bynes. She's such a mess. Right. She starts this podcast. It's announced. She quits like the second episode. You're right. She's like, these guests are really hard to book. I mean, I don't know. You thought you were Amanda Bynes, but like, you're not like Dave Portnoy. You're not Howard. Howard, let me, let me put it this way. Howard Stern, I think can book any guests within nine, you know, 99%. of Not really though. There's a lot of people, you know. I hate Howard. Oh my God. Famously Eminem. 
Eminem, when uh -huh. Eminem went on Howard Stern back in the early aughts, you know, they like made fun of him. They made fun of his lyrics. They made fun of him coming from a trailer. And to this day, Eminem will never go back on that show. Now, to your point, I mean, Howard has probably had everyone, I think. But I think there's a lot of people that will still not go on Howard. A lot of people have never forgiven him for the antics back in the day. I mean, I like adore Howard. Like I adore God. God. I can't but, believe Ralph, by the way, and Ralph, yeah. his stylist, just died. I was so upset. Anyway, um, but I don't think like Brad Pitt's ever been on. Um, there's some there's some people I think that are not huh. fans. I know. Well, Amanda Bynes is no Howard Stern girl. It's like you you had a little bit of a falling out in Hollywood. You, her podcast is not for now. Like, I think she could book. Okay, she but can book, we just be straight? It, it, I Jenny Garth. I had Jenny Garth on the show. Jenny Garth adores Amanda Bynes from their time together on what All I right. like. Can we just be honest, though? I don't think it is a falling out. I think it's about her mental health. I think a lot of people are not going to go on there because they are concerned about her mental wellness and they don't they don't want to put themselves in that position. And people are being, I think, very kind and tiptoeing around what the truth is, which is she unfortunately does not seem well still. And, you know, apparently this guy she's co-hosting with, I will find you guys the deep dive, his former roommate has done a video talking about how he's not really a doctor and he's very mentally unstable, like, like murdered a dog. I mean, I got to go find this for you. It's so. Oh my God. Amanda, like Amanda. A rabbit hole. But well, it just goes to show you, I guess, if you have a little bit of a name behind you, anyone could have a podcast. And yes, by the third episode, she announced, by the way, you know how I quit because I couldn't book Drake. I'm back in the game. Girl, it's hard to book guests, honey, even if you are Amanda Bynes. I mean, so we have a better chance. We have real podcasts, but I am obsessed with it and I might listen to it. I mean, yeah, I'm like all about Amanda Bynes, to be honest with you. Um, I didn't realize this other person was supposed to be a crazy person. That's really unfortunate. <sighs> We are going to be seeing Luann, Mary F. Kill, <laughs> segue to that for a minute. We are going to the show in um, L.A. I'm coming for my winter residency in L.A. You and I, we need to go to Jax's Studio City, Sarah. So put that on your list. Oh, I'm trying to find. I don't mind. Um, put that on your list. Um, and what else can I tell? Yeah, I mean, she's had... Better days. Sarah showing a picture of Amanda. He then posted a video on TikTok thanking everyone for watching the first episode. And then this creator stitched Amanda's video because she says she's known Paul for over seven years. And she alleges that Paul is not who he says he is. Listen to this. Listen, we need to get this out there. The guy that Amanda has made this podcast with is not a scientist. He's claiming to her that he's a scientist. David. He's my old roommate. He is a sociopath. He had lied to me, said he was a scientist for like over seven years. We were friends. I would be his cat sitter and dog sitter when he would go out of town for over seven years. Um, and then one day we moved in together. I went out of town and he sacrificed my dog's life, unalived him to a blood moon or something. And then deleted all the footage and then lied about it for months and months and months. And then um, left, like literally went outside for a cigarette and left the moment that I got into the security footage because he knew there was videos of him doing it there. This is a dog that he bought. <laughs> 
he stole my money. I didn't know that at the time, but yeah, he bought this dog and literally left her. So let me know what you guys think. Let us let us know what you think. We think we're worried about her. I mean, <laughs> remember when? Remember oh, when? Your friend Amanda, I'm worried about her. Remember when the line between celebrity and ordinary civilian was just so thick that you had the celebrities on one? Now we all know each other. We all got a TikTok. Everyone knows everyone. I mean, this world has just gone crazy. I am worried about her. I'm more worried about her than I am about no. Her and Britney, man. Her and Britney. I know. I Everyone know. wanted Britney out of her conservatorship. I don't know about I, that one, guys. I'm yeah, not so sure about that I, one. Look, I've been preaching that for a long time. but You were ahead uh, of your time, girl. I, um, myself and Perez Hilton, but, uh, you know, we, we've taken a back seat and we're just going to let it play out. Like, and, and hopefully we're wrong. I always, I love being wrong. Please let me be wrong. Let Britney thrive. Where are Britney's deals? Like, why isn't some? She's always in a bathing suit. Why isn't someone coming in and saying, like, let's give you a bathing suit deal or this? I mean, which, oh, such a I don't know. Good idea. Good question. Um, I worry about Britney. Um, wait, you know, that's one last topic. Yeah, tell me, tell me. I just what is one last topic? Um. Well, Salt Lake, we talked about uh, Beverly Hills. I really hope I have to say that. Um, I have one for you. Yeah. Thoughts on Rinna and Kathy Hilton reconciling. And does this <sighs> mean, because I thought you had a very strong take on this. And does this mean we'll see them both back on the show? Well, I mean, I use the reconciliation, I find somewhat well look it's first kathy has said lisa rinna called me and what basically apologized well kathy says that she showed up to you know kathy came home one day and there was just this enormous bouquet of flowers and it was from rinna and rinna was like apologizing and wishing her well lisa rinna and kathy hilton have made up and are looking to make a giant return to rhobh according to the inquirer lisa has really missed it she felt like she was being put in a time out by producers never wanted to leave in the first place and kathy is at a point where she's agreeable to working with lisa again so producers see this could be a great storyline, bringing them back together next season for ratings gold. Okay, let's boil this down. Um, I do think that Lisa, uh, look, I do think Kathy is one of the ones that runs Hollywood. I do think that Lisa probably is like, this is politically correct. I mean, let's not be on Kathy's bad side for too long. But I do think it's probably authentic. Look, when you leave something or lose something and you're out of it like she's removed from beverly hills housewives now so i think you do get a better perspective on life of like what was all that for like did i really need to do that to my friend kathy so yeah. i do think it wasn't just like being afraid in hollywood i think that she feels truly bad that she did this to to kathy or that this happened we don't even have to say did this so i think the apology was more or less authentic. Um, I do believe Kathy does not give a shit and it's just like a great, I forgive you because like I just had my Christmas party and I'm Kathy Hilton. Like it's over. Like I really do believe Kathy is not mad at her. She's like, okay, whatever. We're over it. Like I've got a lot of other things. I have London and Phoenix to attend to, you know, when Paris is out of wow. town with Carter. So I do believe all of that. 
Now, do I think Lisa Rinna misses Beverly Hills Housewives now that she's really off it and she's rocking her bob, her blonde bob and looking like Karl Lagerfeld at Fashion Week with the bug eye glasses and the daughters in Paris? Yes, I do think she misses it. Do I think Lisa Rinna and or Kathy Hilton will be back next season? No, not really. Really? I think it's moved on. I think it's moved on. I think it's too soon, especially for Rinna. Kyle has just said she's open to having Kathy back if Kathy wants to come back. I mean, look, we have a lot of you. you, You're behind. We have Kim Richards and Denise Richards in like every episode, like the last three episodes. So Kim Richards is still hanging in there. Denise, I think we could have Kathy in that capacity. I just don't see it and i certainly don't see it like ratings gold let's bring rinna back as a full-time kathy as a as a friend i mean kim and kim and denise are not friends they're just making appearances popping in i i don't see kathy and i don't think they would take rinna back yet and i don't really think we need ratings gold i mean the ratings are okay not blockbuster but they're better than most other franchises yeah all it's, they want. That's all they want. They don't need it. They're doing just fine. They're over a million. Yep. It's fine. I know we're not bringing Brenda back. And I just, I don't see Kathy coming back yet. Like, let's save that. If anything, I think we'll see more of Kim again next season. So I don't buy that, that that's some big master plan. But I do think Brenda misses it. But I think, you know, mm-hmm. she's also living her life. And I think Kathy doesn't give a fuck. That's how I feel. But I'm happy that they've, made up i mean man this this town sarah this hollywood town you Honey. you hate someone one day and your best friends and i'm the same way i don't hold grudges like whatever issue we had yesterday i am wait you you want i don't want to talk about it i am so over it i'm not talking about something that i don't care about i'm over it yes let's work together let's talk let's have a dinner whatever i don't care i'm so over that so i guess i'm hollywood sarah you are very Hollywood, darling. I love it. I love it. So Hollywood. Um, all right. I have to love you and leave you. We've done an episode. It's great. Oh, we need to talk after offline of when we're recording again, darling. I'm on it. We will chat again. Um, Very soon. Because, you know, let's not vanish on us here, Sarah. No, we're back. We have power. She's back. Oh, thank God. Um, All right. I will talk to you very soon. You got it. Bye, David. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review. Because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones. And the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.